Man, welcome back, you guys. We have a lot to talk about from this weekend. I'm gonna try to be brief with this, but there's just so much that happened in the world of golf this past like 48 hours, 72 hours. It's absolutely insane. I gotta start out by mentioning Micah Morris and Grant Horvat. I'm pretty sure that anybody that's followed these guys for even more than a week and understood and heard that they were leaving good good, I think everybody assumed something major was coming. We just weren't 100% sure what it was going to be. We didn't know exactly what direction these guys were going in. But the announcement happened this week. Both Micah and Grant have officially signed with TaylorMade Golf. This is a massive contract for those guys. I don't even know what the numbers are, but I have to imagine it's probably one of the biggest sponsor deals that they're a part that they've been a part of to this point. And I'm really excited to see what's going to happen next for these guys. Um, think about the people that are signed by TaylorMade. Tiger Woods, Rory McIlroy, Dustin Johnson, Colin Morikawa. I mean, there's just an insane plethora of talent that these guys are now going to have potential access to. And I can't wait to see what they got coming down the pipe. I know they're at Torrey Pines this week. They're playing in a pro-am at Torrey Pines, they're doing some 2v2 matches with some other celebrities. Uh, Micah just recently played a one-on-one -on -one match, six holes against Bryson DeChambeau. Grant played a two-man best ball against Bryson. So things are things are getting crazy for these two guys. And I know a lot of people were sad when these guys left good good, but I got to be honest with you, man, this could potentially be the best thing that's happened to them to this point in their career. So good on them. I'm happy for them. I'm excited for them. Really excited to see what they got coming next. And uh, this is going to be interesting. Moving right along, you got John Rahm winning again. I think this guy has only lost two tournaments in his last six or seven starts. Um, I think it's the last six. I think he's won four tournaments in his last six starts is what I saw. It's just unreal. He's playing just lights out, absolute amazing golf. I really thought he was not going to contend this week. He won last week. It's difficult to win back-to-back -back weeks on the PGA Tour. I just didn't think he was going to make it happen, and he absolutely proved me wrong. I thought he was going to use the American Express as maybe like a warm-up for Torrey Pines, for the Farmers, or maybe a warm-up for the Waste Management, but no. He came out and just shot absolute lights out. Davis Thompson, another unknown, gave him a run for his money, man. Thompson had a chance on the 17th hole to make a super long birdie putt to tie John Rahm going into the 18th. Unfortunately, he just barely missed. I mean, he lipped out by the smallest margin. And uh, it, it gave me the vibes of like when John Rahm and Dustin Johnson both made 60-plus foot putts. I think it was on that green last year. Um, it was reminiscent of that, and it was just insane. But John Rahm pulls out again on the PGA Tour. Congratulations to him. Uh, if he's not the number one world, the number one ranked player in the world right now, um, he will be soon. I think he's going to strip that from Rory very, very soon if he just keeps complaining. If he keeps playing it this way, uh, if he hasn't already taken over the world number one, he definitely will very shortly. Um, on the senior tour, PGA Tour senior or PGA Tour champions, Steve Stricker came out and just shot lights out this week. Uh, he wins another tournament, um, shoots a 60, a round of 60 at this tournament. I think it was on the second round he went uh, 60. He had a chance to shoot in 59. I think he needed to go 
uh, birdie birdie on the last two holes, he would have shot 59. But 60, I think, is still his career low. So congratulations to Steve Stricker pulling out a massive win. If you guys remember, I did a preview on the last episode of the LPGA event. Their tournament of champions happened this weekend. And I predicted, I didn't predict, but I did talk about um, the return of Daniel King this year, which was fantastic. There were some big name ladies that were out there. Nellie Cordo was playing. Um, but I also kind of made mention to Brooke Henderson and how I felt like she's just super underrated and flies under the radar. And nobody really gives her enough credit. She has more major victories than Michelle Wee West. So Brooke Henderson pulls out the win at the Tournament of Champions this weekend. Congratulations to Brooke. In my opinion, she is Canada's best golfer on planet on the planet right now. Um, male or female, Brooke Henderson is the Canadian golfer that is representing for the country of Canada right now. Um, with that being said, though, Mike Weir had an amazing shower at the PGA Tour Champions this weekend. He was in the running for for a while. Couldn't close the deal. Steve Stricker ends up getting the win, but Mike Weir had an amazing weekend. So it's good to see him playing really well for Canada. Um, but back to Brooke, just a phenomenal weekend of golf. Um, congratulations to her. Uh, she, I think that might put her in double digits wins now on the LPGA. She is a, an amazing golfer. And like I said, I will say this until she starts getting the credit that she deserves. Completely underrated, does not get enough attention, and needs to start getting more attention. She is fantastic. All right, so that's what happened this past weekend, this past week in the world of golf. Give you guys a little quick rundown. I want you guys to switch gears. Enjoy this short clip of my interview with William Wilson, the clothier on social media. William has, he's an entrepreneur. He owns his own custom suit company. He makes custom high-end suits for clients. Um, he is a former, well, I wouldn't say former, he's a three-time NASCAR champion. He was the first black full-time pit crew uh, guy in the history of NASCAR. Phenomenal person. This was an incredible interview. I am just, every time I get a chance to talk to this man, I'm just blown away by his perspective on life and his perspective on a lot of different things. And I always find myself leading our conversations having learned something from him or um, developing a new perspective on certain topics that we cover just from hearing his perspective and how he views the world and, and how he goes about his day-to-day -day life. Um, just a phenomenal man. I, I feel incredibly lucky to have been able to meet him in person, to be able to start to develop a, a little bit of a friendship with him. And I am looking forward to continued conversations with William going forward. But I hope you guys enjoy this clip. I am currently working on editing the full interview video to post on my YouTube channel. It's going to take a little bit longer. I would have loved to have had it out for you guys and available to listen to right now. <clears throat> I might just put like the raw version of it out instead of trying to make it all fancy and tricky. Um, but if you don't see the available, if you don't see the video available immediately, it will be available as soon as possible. But I hope you guys enjoy this this clip from our interview. And if you like it, stay tuned, go over to my YouTube channel, make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel, make sure you like, make sure you turn on your notifications so that once I post a video of our full interview, you'll be able to take a quick peek at it. Yeah, and in the, in the industry that you're in, I mean, networking and making connections with different people 
is like a day-to-day thing for you, like that your business thrives on that. And so it's really important to be able to have those conversations with those people, identify individuals that you can have stronger relationships with and than certain people. Right. And then even if, so the way that I look at it from an entrepreneur's mindset is for me, even if I meet somebody that I share your opinion with, right? Like, Hey, I'm going to talk to this person and I disagree with what you're saying. I don't hate you. You're not a bad person. I just don't agree with your perspective and I don't have time for you anymore. Right. Mm. I'm okay. I'm okay with doing that and separating people away, but I also go back and I look at that and I recognize, okay, so that's the type of individual that I was talking to. And now I know the next time I meet somebody that is a similar type of individual, I can approach it a little bit differently. So if it's like a business connection or if it's like a networking connection for me, I just take those experiences and I I leverage them for my next one. And I'm like, okay, I've encountered this type of person before. So I'm going to remember like, don't say what I did to the last guy because that's going to trigger them or make sure I say something in this particular way if I'm trying to get like a certain point across. So I I like those opportunities to kind of grow myself as an individual. Oh, absolutely. Now, and I'm with you on most of that. Um, I don't have a problem triggering people. And the reason why I don't have a problem triggering people, I need to know who I'm dealing with. So, and one thing I've learned in the last, let's say, few years, there are people I've known for 20 years that I just really realized who they were. You know, and I thought they were this type of person. There are people I thought was really, really cool and find out they're not as cool as I thought they were. Then there are people that I thought were buttholes and find out they're really, really cool. <laughs> you know, sometimes you just need a situation to arise for people's true colors to come out. So and my thing is, I'm going to be me because the only person I'm going to live my whole life is one thing, me. So I have to be me so you understand who I am. So you can understand if this is who you want to deal with. So if I pretend I'm somebody else, I may not get to know who you are. So I'm not, I'm not going to. I will, I will always get my point across. I won't be rude about it. I hate people to go, I'm just blunt. No, you're a jerk. You're not blunt. You're just a jerk. There's a ways, there are ways to say things, get your point across, without having to be crass or rude or offensive and all this other stuff to cover it up. You can know exactly where I stand on any particular topic, but I have a vocabulary that allows me to express myself in a manner that allows me to get my point across, but not have to necessarily be offensive. But I can respect, I can fully respect where you are on something and disagree with you at the same time and tell you why, but I don't have to insult you to tell you why I disagree with you. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, switching topics. Um, you have, so we mentioned earlier that you're a celebrity golfer now and all you get to do is travel around the country. You don't do anything else with any of your time. All you do is just play golf all around the country. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. I'm working towards that, but I'm not there yet. But I'm working on it. But you have, uh, so you, you've played in plenty of celebrity tournaments, but you have your own golf tournament coming up here in the next few months in May. Tell us a little bit more about that. Uh, it's called the Clothia Classic. Um, we raise money for a scholarship I started for domestic violence at a local community college, Central Piedmont Community College. And I fly a lot of my celebrity friends down. And like I said, I play a lot of, I play a lot of tournaments. I just committed to George Lopez's tournament last night, matter of fact, I just committed to that one in May. I'll play in that, I'll play in the Encore Cup, I'll play in the NFL Alumni Tournament. 
Uh, there's, there's a lot of terms I'm going to be playing in this year. I played probably 20 or 30 of them. And what I did, I looked at all the things that I dislike about golf tournaments and took those out. <laughs> so you're not, it's not going to be 144 people where you're stacked up, A and B teams and all this stuff. That just makes for a long day, and I just don't like those. So we limit the field to 60 to 68 players. A foursome is three amateurs and one celebrity. And it's a it's a hybrid. To be by what's the format? It's a hybrid format. It's captain's choice. But if you're a good golfer, you could play your own ball. So say you're a scratch golfer, but you're playing with three guys who just never play golf at all. You know you have no chance of winning the captain's choice tournament. Yeah. That could be very discouraging if you're a good golfer playing with a bunch of scrubs. But if you could play your own ball and say you hit the best shot, they can all play from your ball. So if you par the hole, but as a group, they birdie it, the team gets a birdie, but you gotta you gotta eat that par. Oh, nice. Or if like say you hit your shot, you hit one in the woods but the team hits one and happens to find a fairway, you got to play your ball where it is because you're playing your own ball. Yeah. Regardless. So you have to put out everything and all that on your own. But if your shot was better than everybody else's, they could play from yours. That way you stay engaged. That way you're, in, you're still competitive with it and you have your own trophy. Now, if you're good enough and you have a good team, you can win the team trophy and the individual trophy if you're good enough. But that way everyone stays involved you have somebody to stay mentally connected. That's pretty cool. That's the first time I've ever heard of anybody doing that at a, at a golf tournament. I like that idea. Mm -hmm. Well, that way, I mean, just think about it. Say, say you put, you get a group to come in and say two of your guys, say you had three guys going to come with two guys going to come with you. One of them has the back out. So we got to put somebody with you. And this guy is just garbage. Doesn't play golf. He's just there to hang out, have a good time, support the charity. Now you realize, I got no chance of winning this. Well, now you still have a chance of being competitive and getting something out of it. So now you're still engaged, so you can still have a good time. Plus, you know, whatever celebrity you're hanging out with or whatever networking you're doing, because we have, we'll have we have a kickoff party the night before, then we'll have a golf tournament, then we're going to have a private concert that, that night. So there's three things to do, but the entry fee covers all of it. That's awesome, man. And it's three seventy five. So, yeah, I was going to say, it's not that it's not even that big of a, an entry fee for, for everything that you have to offer in that event. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. And all, the, and all the celebrities are friends of mine. So they're not like, I've got some celebrity friends that are big time names, but they're buttholes when it comes to fans, you know, they get along, we get along great, but they're just, they don't want people in their face all the time. But these guys are coming up. Like I've got like Jay Harris from sports center. Great guy. Just just an average everyday guy. Jay Alexander Martin, he's one of the founders of FUBU, you know, the, the clothing brand. Yeah. And he doesn't play a bit of golf. He doesn't play, he's never played a bit of golf, but he comes every year because he supports it and we're friends. You know, but I got guys like, you know, Alexis Ajinka. He was a center for, for the Hornets. He's seven foot two. There's nothing crazy to watch a seven foot two guy hit a golf ball. <laughs> you know, so we got all these guys that, you know, worth millions of dollars or, they're famous or whatever case is, but they're just regular people. They don't act like they're stars. We don't have like a VIP velvet rope area where you don't talk to them. They just all just hang out. They just chill. It's like almost like a reunion for these guys now. This is the 13th year doing it. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's the five. I last um last summer I was lucky enough I got to go to the Tyrell Adams Foundation tournament in Atlanta. And TA is, you know, he's an NFL linebacker. He's been in the league eight years now. He had a bunch of his NFL player friends that were out there. And it was the same kind of vibe, man. They were all just normal dudes. They were all just hanging out, having a good time. And that's I think that's one of the things I love so much about golf in particular is that it gives people from all these different avenues of life and opportunity to come together and to just do the same thing and to just be on the same level for a few hours you know what i mean i think if you look at the human condition in and of itself people want to be connected that's why social media is what it is it allows if you look at why mark zuckerberg started facebook it wasn't to make money it wasn't to be this big huge business it wasn't to change the world it was to allow socially awkward kids to communicate with each other without having to be in the same room but it fed on that need to connect. And all people need is a common connector. If you're playing golf, you can get two people who don't know anything about each other, but, oh, you play golf? Yeah. Oh, well, you like to play. I see, you know, you've got an opening to build a relationship. You have a common foundation. And now you can connect. Now you've got a connection point. And, and most people, the things that you dislike about golf, that person probably dislikes about golf. Too. Yeah. <laughs> so, and anytime you can find two reasons for people to bitch about the same thing, there's an instant friendship that's going to start there anyway. Yeah, for so sure. It allows that door to do that. But what I love about golf, if golf allows me to see who you are versus who you tell me you are. Yeah. Because that, that guy that gets mad and throws golf clubs all over the place and cussing and fussing every time he gets a bad shot, that's the same guy that makes excuses and gets angry and Lashes out of people when things don't go his way. The guy that makes excuses all the time makes excuses when he doesn't follow up. The guy that kind of takes it with a grain of salt and says, you know, yeah, this, this is what happens. You don't do what you're supposed to do. I can rock with that. Yeah. He's going to take accountability for his actions. He's going to take responsibility for himself. And golf allows me to find out who you are. It allows me to see who you're hiding under the mask. What's coming up? This next week, PGA Tour is playing at Torrey Pines. It's a Farmers the Farmers Insurance Open. This is always one of the most. Um, I think this is one of the events that is looked that the players look forward to uh, a lot. Max Homa um, has won at this event. I'm hoping to see him play well. But yeah, you got the Farmers this weekend. You got the Waste Management Open coming up soon. The Super Bowl's coming up soon. Playoff football this weekend. We've got the NFC Championship and the AFC Championship happening. We have the Kansas City Chiefs going up against the Cincinnati Bengals. That game is going to be played in Kansas City. Then you have the Philadelphia Eagles taking on the San Francisco 49ers. That game is going to be played in Philly. And uh, man, I feel like that is going to be a phenomenal game. I think the Cincinnati-Kansas City game is going to be a shootout, and that game is probably going to come down to whoever possesses the ball last at the end of the game. And I think the San Francisco-Philadelphia game, that's going to be a defense-heavy game. I expect to see some some low scoring potentially on that one, but you never know. Brock Purdy's been playing really well. They've got Christian McCaffrey on the 49ers also. You know, George Kittle's always good for you know, close to 100 yards receiving and at least one touchdown. And then Philadelphia's Eagles, the Eagles offense right now with Jalen Hurts is just firing on all cylinders. So it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Two of the best defenses in the league going up against each other in the NFC Championship, but they also have really volatile offenses that can score pretty much any anytime they want. So, uh, man, it's going to be an exciting weekend of football. We got an exciting weekend of golf coming up. Thank you guys so much for listening. 
please do me a favor. If you like this episode, give me a like, leave me a comment, give me five-star rating, subscribe to the podcast, make sure you're following me. I'm putting out episodes every single Wednesday. I hope you guys enjoy this format. I'm, I'm going to try to continue to keep doing this to put the, the episodes out there shorter instead of longer. And then if you guys want the long-form content, you'll be able to get that on my YouTube. As always, thanks again, guys, for hanging out and listening. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your week. And until next time, we'll see you later.